What is up? I am Jason. I'm talking into a microphone alone, uh, but I had to do this intro later in the game because there's some weird stuff that I'm about to tell you about, such as a certain thing called Let's Poorly Riff. Quote, Let's Poorly Riff, end quote. Psst, that's real podcast. We failed miserably and deleted everything and started fresh, but we kept recordings before we figured out how to execute on our new idea, so that's why it's so confusing. AJ, did you listen to this? Let me know. Trevin, you're a bro. And now for our conversation. Staying friends is the name. Conversation is the game. (laughs) (laughs) That's awkward. It's a little precarious. (laughs) I don't know what's going on. It's it's because that pole is touching the ground, so the the three is legs, it? yeah. <laughs> we have so much. Uh, I'm a professional. Yeah, <laughs> we have so much audio of just us laughing, but it's not. Years later, we're not going to know what we're laughing about. Oh just yeah, because it'd be dead issue. silent. You yeah. can't hear anything, and they'll just be laughing. Um. So we just recorded a podcast in January 2019. It's cold outside probably about 10 a.m. Before that, I was working on some design projects for somebody. What were you doing, AJ? Making a save the date for the wedding. Was that fun? No. <laughs> oh, that's the 300 PPI DVI question. <laughs> okay. I felt a little anxious coming in, um, but as always, it kind of dissipated right when I sat down. And that's definitely because we're not podcasting near anybody that knows me. I was pretty excited, actually. I wanted to get out of the house and uh, was tired of working on that save the date. Yeah. And it hit a good stopping point. It can't be that bad, right? I don't, yeah, I don't really care. Do you want me to shut that door? I can do it. You can do it, too. I can't do it. You can do it maybe better than I can do it. I would say we can do it at the same level. Oh, yeah? Thank you for knowing (laughs) what I asked for just by pointing at it. (laughs) You did that better than I could. (laughs) I uh, I felt like such a little kid just then. (laughs) (laughs) I do that to people at the brewery all the time when they're talking because I don't want to interrupt them. Right. But you don't want to forget? Yeah. So I just point at their beer and then they can keep talking and they can give me like a yes or no. And if it's like a yes, I'm going to give you the same thing I think you just got. Oh, right. So I better wrap these. And in the event, it's a no. Do you want me to tie mine up a little bit? Um, I... Yes. So you tying it up or I'm tying you can it up? You can do it. I can do it. <laughs> we can be liberal with this. But if it's a no, then they just shake their head no, and then I, you know, they didn't have to stop talking. It's cool. Works out. There's a, a conversation under that conversation. That's There's what you're two saying, conversations. right? Yes. You're having a conversation. You point, and while they're still, while they're still talking, I hear the nod yes or nod no, mm-hmm. and they just finish what you're communicating and then you communicate it's fascinating fantastic it's pretty great never thought of that about that there's uh, no need to think about that <laughs> correct <laughs> uh i got a technical question for you is this more interesting or less interesting than the one you just asked me way more interesting okay <laughs> our twitter feed i haven't okay. been touching it much yeah but i want to start especially because we're refreshing the podcast i feel like this is a good time to like pick it back up put some effort into this thing mm-hmm. other than when I get drunk. <laughs> you think of things funny to say. And then when you sober up, you realize what a horrible mistake you've made. Yeah. 
Okay. And just hope it didn't go viral. Just as long, and just as long as moments. we know what we're accomplishing here, that's that's all I care about. But it's right now. Um, you designed the like the avatar, the picture for it, which is cool. Still works because it doesn't. It wasn't. Didn't say anything about let's poorly riff, right? Right. It was just the heads and the bubbles. Yeah. But uh, we named it LPR Podcast. Mm. We're gonna have to change the name, right? Does that thing change? Oh yeah. Oh, I can okay. change it. But I didn't know we're officially changing our name, right? Oh yeah, the name's changed. Okay, have we? But it hasn't changed because we. I haven't executed on it. Okay, so that's what I'm asking. Yeah, okay. All right, so now we're gonna execute on it, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I will execute on the Twitter feed, and okay. then uh, I can fix the website or whatever. But you're probably gonna have to do it when you upload for the first time. Do what? Change the name, most likely. Okay. So don't you have to like change like the we have to change like the RSS feed or whatever, right? So you have to change like our website so it changes iTunes. So I don't know. I'm gonna try to do it so like the website doesn't change. This is all technical visual that I don't understand, so I'm gonna be talking like I know what I'm talking about. But you can just nod your head over there and really the underlying conversation to hear is we're just gonna agree and move forward. <laughs> But really, we're, we don't know. I, I was going to say, the yeah. good news is, is I also don't know what you're talking about. So you're going to get no static from yeah. me over here. I'm just gonna let you you're going to point and I'm going to say, I'm going to nod my head. Yes. <laughs> I think I can just change the title of the RSS feed. Okay. So the link is still the same and our URL will still be Let's Poorly Riff. Whatever. I don't care. No one goes there. Yeah. I barely go there. We we have a reason to go there and we barely go there. <laughs> no one else is going to go there. Um, the plan for the photo shoot, I'm cool with whatever lighting thoughts you have. I just want to try to explain what my goals are. So we're going to, I'm going to bring that red chair because I think that's the dope chair. Dope. Yeah. We're going to set our shot up based on my height in the chair. Okay. Or maybe your height. One of our heights. I think yours. Okay. Because hear me out. Because I know what you. You already know where I'm going with this. I know where you're headed. And I think if we do my height. You're going to be like, slight, I'm going to be not chin. much. It's going to be at my chin. Yeah. Well, like I don't have a super long torso. I have longer legs than my torso. So like it might not be a huge deal until we set it up. But yeah, it would be weirder if you were like in me. It'd be better if I'm like, I don't know. Either way, it's kind of the same process. But right. I think it'd be better if I'm sticking out above you and you're not like significantly lower than me. So we're just talking about like our headroom and our torso and stuff. Right. So if we set it up to one of us. The other person needs to make sure there's still space in their head mm -hmm. and adequate whatever torso, whatever we do. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. So we'll take a photo of the chair. So we have a base image. That image is 100% opacity. We'll do portraits of you in the chair and portraits of me in the chair. Tons of them. Uh, so we're just like animated. I can't figure out how we're going to be like authentic with it quite yet. Maybe we just like tell a story while we're in there and the other person just fires off but i could i could set my in a velometer up on my camera and just set it to take a picture like every second so like no one has to hit the button and then we could like set it focus it and literally just talk okay and then we're both in the conversation and then the camera's just taking pictures and it'll just do that until i tell it to stop do you like to try to throw in fancy photography terms whenever you can in everyday conversation. What was fancy about that? Intervalometer. That's just what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 
that's your response too when someone calls you out. Oh, that's just that's just the name of the tool, friend. <laughs> like I am very much that person. Like I call it the name of the tool. Yeah, like whatever it is. Uh, I don't know because I want to be specific. Because I want you to know what I'm talking about, and I want other people to know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and if I say remote, that's not really totally accurate, right? Right. I don't know. Fuck well, you. <laughs> there are two sides of that coin. I see the pros and the cons. I just want to make sure we have a, a big picture here. Thanks for keeping me honest. (laughs) (laughs) Then, for each podcast, we're going to have the cover be that. But it's going to be slightly different every time because I'm going to throw in one of you and one of me different ones. And they're going to be overlapped. And we're going to be like 60 to 70 opacity. So we'll be see-through. The chair will be seen through us. And we'll be overlapped. So like one is going to look totally different than the other, mm. but it's going to be like a, mm, I got to use the right word here in my artsy background, typology. Do you like using fancy words? I had to one up you. <laughs> and in my attempts, I think I failed. <laughs> I think you needed to be more confident. <laughs> so I did one in school is I literally just, I collected a bunch of leaves and then I took a photo of one leaf at a time. And then I lined them up and I made it look like they were all just sitting together on this like white background. And I printed that and it's a poster and you get to see the differences in like in similar things. So that's the whole idea. And since every talk is different, I thought that would be neat to throw that into the cover. I agree. I'm going to pause and we're going to take a little sidebar. Thank you because I'm tired. Can you imagine explaining that art project to like a third shift Alcoa welder? <laughs> what he would say to you if you're like, yeah, so I'm just showing the differences between the leaf. <laughs> he would be like, fuck you and the horse you rode in. <laughs> this guy just got off like a 12 hour shift. He's covered in metal. He's like burned his hands. <laughs> right. And you're like talking about different, like subtle differences in leaf. I could definitely make that sound real asshole-ish. Asshole-ish. <laughs> Thanks for putting my name into that. <laughs> it's back to what we were talking about. No, we're going to stay on that for a second. Oh, okay. Here's how I'd, <laughs> I would connect it, right? I wouldn't talk about leaves. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> I mean, obviously, in this scenario, I'm forcing you to explain this to this guy. Like, I'm throwing you under the bus because I want to see you <laughs> so in the deep end. The way I try to explain like what this project is trying to show is like, I probably use like an example. It'd be like, I probably take a, take a picture of a hand of each of the workers, whoever their, his comrades are. And I, I'd throw those up all together and it'd be like, this is one hand from every person in your shift in work. Right. And then you get to like, see like, okay, here's like a moment in time. Yeah. And here's, you're all doing the same thing, but slightly different. Yeah. And I don't know, for some reason that's interesting to people. Boom. <laughs> Not leave. <sighs> okay. So I dig that. Um, I dig what you want to do. And I think it's going to be easy. I have some questions about how you see it though. Cause in my opinion, where we went wrong the first time is it was too lit. It's too light. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's, there's a see. Two, I'm going to cut you faces off. were totally illuminated. Okay. Real quick. I'm going to be asking you questions too. Cause right now we're at an impasse. We're like staring at each other from two edges of a cliff here. We're waving. Like, we know we're there. We can see it clearly, but like, we can't get there right now. Right. You can't get to my side. I can't get to your side. So where's our bridge? Let's form a bridge here. Let's build it. Let's build it. (laughs)
We're bridge builders today. I, uh, I think that it was too light because like the background was really bright and our faces were really bright and too bright of a photo is harder to edit than too dark of a photo typically. Right. I don't know. I mean, you can like do a pretty easy example for yourself, like grab your camera, overexpose something, underexpose something and edit it and see which one you can get a better image out of. I see. I'm having trouble associating brightness and exposure right now. So, you know, like your meter on your camera, on your DSLR, when you like focus, it like gives you that light meter that you view, whatever that is. Right. And like dead center is like what they determined to be like proper exposure. Mm -hmm. If you move to the right, you're overexposing. Right. It's getting brighter more lights getting in sure you slowed your shutter speed you opened your aperture whatever moving left you tighten your shutter speed less lights getting in or you close your aperture or you i guess you would open your aperture then you go from like a f 2.8 towards like a f 22 you know what i mean it's getting smaller but the number getting bigger sure you're talking to me about exposing an image right now right or so if you move left on that meter it's getting darker that's yeah. underexposing an image mm-hmm there's so, a lot of times that I, I move like half step down or maybe a full step. Exactly. Full stop. Yes. Shooting in uh, woods and stuff. Right. So yeah. like make the light bounce off cooler. And see. if you're standing on the edge of the woods and you, you turn, you do a 180, you're looking out at the field and you set your settings to properly expose the field and you turn around and you use those same settings in the woods, it's going to be super dark. Cool. So like if you have two, bright of a photo, you can pull out some highlights, pull out some white, pull the exposure bar down a little bit. You have much less wiggle room with that because at some point the high, the brights are still too bright and everything else got dark and it's like a weird balance. Like it doesn't look good. Okay. But if you underexpose your image, it starts too dark. You can brighten it a lot easier than you can make something darker. You're worried that we're overexposing the image with too much white whitewashed light i think it can't take yeah color yeah i think it's too bright um so i think one i think two lights is fine but those two lights were really bright and they're really close right so i think i think one light just depends on what you want to happen right mm-hmm. i think a cool way would be one light kind of like up to the angle or whatever like nice like still lighting our face as well but still creating some shadows and then do you want the background dark or do you want the back to see the background? Well, that's a hard question to answer. Because we have a couple options. We could shoot in this room with plain gray walls. And there's going to be nothing back there. Which is fine because the purpose of the picture is us anyways. So that works out. Or we could shoot, you know, if it was a nicer weather day, we could shoot like in the garage. Or like in the storage unit or like in my house. In, or we could even do it in here and just control the amount of light in the room and like make the background really dark. Put up like that black paper I have. Sure. And just like black out the background. Okay. Or uh, we could do it against a background that you like. So you build part of this bridge. I'm going to build a couple steps on my side. Give you like the design background. Like Here, I'll toss you the hammer. Catch. Yeah, thanks. Thank you. <laughs> I caught that. Let's pretend I caught that. You nailed it. Because I'm superimposing ourselves over top of each other. I need a simple background. I need it white instead of black, so we'll show up better. I also want it to be unimposing, and I want the photo shoot to be fairly structured, so like indoors or something, 
some some way that we can easily replicate it months down the road take a few more pictures add to the library of our images so we can start piecing together more options okay i know that sounded like a comma but i'm just going to end that sentence right there okay shift that to a period it sucks, but it makes sense. <laughs> it sucks. I mean, because we could do so many fun things, but I literally don't know how to do this. Uh -huh. So I think my brain is probably running way ahead of like the ease of it. Oh, we can do all your dish. Well, Just... no, 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 no. That wasn't like in my head. I was like, how cool would it be to take the chair to like a park at like sunset? Oh. And like light it. Like, I don't know. Just like, you know, like really like do a weird background. Why can't we do that? Well, because you said you needed a white controlled easy to use background which is the opposite of outdoors right. so like that's one dust. box that's one thing i'm trying to accomplish but why can't we just do the other thing just because i mean we definitely can yeah. i just don't want to like create i have see, this is the thing i don't know how hard that is to do at all what no idea i can't even put two pictures on top of each other oh. to begin with so i don't know how easy it would be to do that frank for you to be able to Run with that. Uh -huh. So that's why I don't want to make you do it. <laughs> oh, well, do you have the hammer back? Did you just build a couple more steps? You didn't give it to me, but I had a spare. I had one. In my okay. Belt. When you were throwing that over to me, you were saying goodbye. <laughs> yeah, I was like, keep this forever. <laughs> we can totally do that. And it doesn't need to be related to anything we're talking about right now. So we can just, let's do that for fun. Okay. Yeah. And just see how, see what comes from it. Okay. Too, too often, I hold myself back because I'm trying to accomplish a task and I have an idea and I'm like, that idea doesn't work for this. That's a good point. Yeah. I'm like, screw it. It's just its own thing. Let's make it its own bridge. Okay. Yeah. Let's do that. <laughs> Actually, that's more like a sidewalk because there wasn't, there wasn't a gap there. Yeah. We were just with. hanging out. That was the yeah, idea. Yeah. <laughs> the idea is its thing. We're walking on it. <laughs> we will find a good time to do that shoot because it'll be fun. Cool. And I think, would this background work? If we throw a light on it, it'll be bright. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just why do not? it here then. So the reason why I wanted pretty much no shadows is because we weren't going to have shadows. What a issue way to say that. We're going to be wasn't great. superimposed <laughs> over each other. It never is. We're being superimposed over each other. I don't want us to affect the background. So I don't want us to have shadows uh, that make it I look see. like we should affect the background. So that was kind of the idea. So you don't want shadows on our face? Or our bodies. Okay. Anything that's casting on the chair, the wall, nothing. Okay. I can tell when I'm really excited about something because I get super animated and I can't talk about it succinctly. So I spend a lot of words trying to find my voice. And then I take a pause for a moment. I'm like, man, I'm tired. Like, <laughs> I'm breathing deep now. Yeah, at one point during that conversation, your hands were straight up in the air <laughs> as you were talking. I'm not mad, frustrated that I have that, those moments. I don't like re recalling them, thinking about them, really, though. Like, after the fact, is like, I could have, I just used 20 sentences there to say one thing, and I didn't even say it well. I didn't even communicate it. <laughs> and I get, I, I beat myself up for that kind of thing. Yesterday, this guy told me he was allergic to peanut butter and asked, are you allergic to peanuts too? So, I mean, you know, it happens. <laughs> Things happen. 
<laughs> Wait. Yeah. <laughs> you started a conversation that way? No, 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 no. We were oh. talking, we were already into a conversation and he just said, I'm allergic to peanut butter to which I said, are you also allergic? To <laughs> you said that to him? And he said, yeah, that's pretty much yep, the same that's thing. That's the thing. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, well, I'm not a doctor. So I don't know <laughs> nice out. <laughs> and all the other bartenders give me shit. I just stood my ground. It's like, you're not a doctor. I was like, all you do is pour beer. What the fuck you know? <laughs> just... Was unshakable. <laughs> yeah, that's like one of those moments. You're back in the corner. You just got to fight stay. yourself out. Yep. <laughs> Lots of times I'll admit when I wrong, I was not going to admit that one. I was just going to stay there. <laughs> that one's like, that was too dumb. I can't. <laughs> All right, man. I, uh, I wanted to say this earlier. I had one of those. So when we podcasted last time, we were talking about knowing things intuitively, but not being able to explain or like discuss those things right yeah kind of like what i just did yeah i had one of those moments this morning i'm getting the wi-fi set up here and uh like called and set up the whatever the date and they were like oh you want to buy the modem or rent the modem and i was like well what's the difference and basically it saves me like a 100 bucks to buy it so i go okay i'll do that so i tell rachel that last night and she's like well why'd you buy theirs i was like because you have to she's like no you don't you can buy, like, you go to Best Buy or Target or go buy whatever one. If we have one, we can just use that. It doesn't matter. Right. And I was like, oh, shit, I had no idea. Makes sense, but I had no idea. They don't offer that. Well, they don't right. tell you that's Why an would option. they tell you that? Yeah. That's, yeah. You have two choices. You can rent one or you can buy one from us. Right. And yeah. to be fair, like, when I learned this, I wasn't like, why didn't they tell me? I was just like, that makes oh, a lot they got of me. sense. They got me. That's why Best Buy sells these things. I always wondered why Best Buy had these things, right? Because every other time I've set up the internet, we just get theirs. And we're done with it. Like because So part of the problem is I'm not like a gamer. So I have very little vested interest in like how this technology works into like the capabilities of which it can go. Right. Like to me, paying $300 for a router is the dumbest thing you could ever do. Because why would I possibly need a $300 router? to watch the office for the 50th time of my life. Right. Like mm-hmm. don't need it. So I start researching this stuff. Cause I like find their website. That's like, these are all the ones that work on our system. So I start like looking into it and I start Googling it. And this is just a rabbit hole of information that I knew, but I didn't totally know. I hate those. Cause it was like, I was like, well, I need a modem. Do I need a router too? <sighs> okay. Cause there's modem and routers. Yeah. But there's some that are together. There's some that are separate. Which do I need? Do you do know what? A good one. I just I just thought of this, and I think you might appreciate this. You might want to try it next time. Next time you go in these rabbit holes, I'm gonna think I'm gonna try it. I haven't yet. Just popped into my head. I'm gonna make a web, like one of those flowchart box type things. Yeah. Okay. Here's here's where I'm at. Square right right to thing. Yeah. And I run into this impasse. Yes or no. <laughs> and I go down one path. I'm like, okay, that's that's too much. You're Back start up. Filling out your yeah. flowchart. <laughs> How you got to your wireless router. Yeah, I, that's a good idea. Honestly, that might save me a lot of stress and, and confusion. You could probably start a whole website for like how to do things just based on like all the things you've done with your flowcharts. <laughs> so I knew, like I, I understand what a router and a modem were like in the house. You know it I mean? makes things run good. Right. I understood. But then I was like, well, do I need, do I need one of each? And like the lady on the phone was like, no, you don't. You just need a modem. I was like, oh, okay. And then I started looking into it. I'm like, well, you only need a modem if you're going to plug into the modem. But that's not how anyone does anything anymore. Everything's wireless. So you do need a router. Router is, is Wi-Fi? 
Yeah. So basically modem brings a signal into your house router creates this changes the signal from like f wired broadband internet to something your phone computer playstation can work with and it's also slowly giving us all cancer definitely okay i'd say yeah you don't send things in the air that are previously like electricity and digital signals and not pay some type of price for that <laughs> yeah definitely cancer <laughs> I think about that when my computer's on my lap a lot. I like inch it away from my balls, acting like that's going to do anything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like four more inches is like the cancer buffer zone. Meanwhile, you throw your phone in your pocket for like 70% of your day <laughs> right <laughs> next to your dick. <laughs> right next to it. Yeah. Just with no regard for my body. So I'm like looking into this and there's the level of which you can get into. Basically, a modem is a modem as far as I can tell. Like there are different download speed capabilities and things like that. But like for the most part, like it basically does one job. Some are more consistent than others, but that's, that's kind of as far as that goes. However, routers, routers get updated far more than modems get updated because like I said, modem just brings it in. Like, you know, that's just the faucet. Like you don't need anything good there. You just okay. need, need a reliable connection. The routers are one that can really change the game. So now they have routers that, it was some crazy like MUMO acronym, like U-M-O-U-M-O-U, -M -O -U -M -O -U, like something crazy. And it's basically like this router will send anywhere from like four to eight individual streams of Wi-Fi to devices that have the same strength as their max capacity, right? It's like your phone, your computer, your PlayStation, and like my phone could all get their own individual like Wi-Fi network sent to it. So you're saying this thing is just tapping out everything, every device in your house. Everything. Because nor the way older routers worked is everything was like that one one flow. They just sent everything into the house. And the more things you connected and how we were using at the same time, it slowly drained it, right? That's why like you kind of understood if you're downloading a game on your PlayStation, you probably shouldn't be streaming the movie on your computer and also like uploading pictures to the You know what I mean? Like you wouldn't do all three yeah. things at the same time. I like how you worded that. It's like you kind of understand. I'm like, yeah, dude, I can attribute that to a lot of things. Yeah, you I like, kind of get it. You, you kind of got that. You know what I mean? Like if you had an option, you wouldn't do that. Right? That's why you don't download fifty things at the same time. So but this thing changes that so you can do you can be on all your shit and it's all going to run at the same exact speed or you can get the ones that don't do that so you slowly drain it you can get these gaming ones that look like freaking spiders they've got like 19 little legs coming off them and they're all like pointing different directions and it it's like 340 dollars and it so they're pointing um, into the air those yeah. legs they're like the so little like, like a antennas. dead spider yeah it's like a dead spider <laughs> it's like all these antennas like pointing up like my dad has one with four and I was like, oh, that's kind of weird looking thing. But they saw this one that had like eight different antennas coming off it. And in my head, I'm like, that has to be for looks, right? Like there's no way you would need eight antennas over like, cause this box is like six inches by six inches big. Like what are they doing? Right. Like, why can't you just have like three? Like what is a four? Maybe. I don't know. What is the point? Cause even my dad's four, they're all on the same side. It's like, they're not even like scattered around the box. They're like all within six inches of each other. I don't know. I'm no tech guy, but it just seems like it. they're definitely just trying to make it look cool. Yeah. 
Because there was this one that was like a gaming one. It was called like the Nighthawk 4.0. And it looks like a Batmobile. It's all like slick and like shiny and like matte in certain parts. It's got like all these antennas coming off and yeah. stuff. And Same issues on the inside. It's just, yeah, dude, come on. Like they're just, they're taking advantage of these nerds that got money from their Fortnite tournaments. <laughs> yeah, so the, that, that was an example of how I kind of understood all that stuff. But the more I got into it, the more I was like, I don't understand any of this stuff. Whenever like those deep dives happen. I also kind of get lost in trying to figure out why a thing is named a certain way. So there's also parts of that flowchart that I'd make is like, what does modem like mean? Where the fuck did modem come from? Like That's the like a word. whole different flowchart, yeah. isn't it? It's just like, I don't realize I'm taking that path and I'm like, oh no, <laughs> what have I done? There goes Sunday. <laughs> oh no. I understand the French Latin history of the word modem. But I still don't have yeah, one. <laughs> I don't know how to turn it on yet. <laughs> That's dangerous. Yeah. It's a dangerous brain to have. <laughs> I think we're ricocheting a little more today. Yeah, this room is seems to not be good, but it's also totally empty. And I feel like that's part of it. Uh, like Rachel's going to put up some pictures and canvases. And stuff. I think that help. And like eventually beds and dressers and stuff will be in here. Like, I think that'll help. But right now, it's like there's, this room's basically empty. So uh -huh. I'm trying to talk a little less quietly because it's when you like get loud is when it. So your love seat's not going to be in here? Don't know yet. Okay. Because yeah. you're pretty damn excited about that. I spaced a little on that. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. I'm like sitting where the love seat, very close to it. Maybe I'm on the right side of the love seat right now. You could be. You definitely could be. We'll see. Instead, I'm in this hard wooden chair. <laughs> I was just thinking today how I had like 20 things that I wanted to bring to the podcast. Mm -hmm. And then I remember in the past when I tried to do that, I would just like trip over myself and I would try to talk about something. I would try to sound more important than you know, I try to make it sound more important than what it is, you know, that kind of thing. So I intentionally tried not to hold on to any of those thoughts. I'd love to talk to you about that. Not thinking about things? Uh, not trying to bring anything to the table except just being ready, prepared. So that got me to thinking about being prepared. And I have this like mini solution in my head. I think it's like one leg of this thing, right? Because I don't fully understand. Your flow chart's incomplete. Yeah. I don't think I'm ever going to complete any flow chart. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> so one box on this flowchart is I like to be prepared so I don't have to worry about what's going to happen next. In So I'm going into a situation. I don't want to try to have to worry about what the steps are. I want to be in the situation so I know that I could take this one or this route and I'm going to be totally fine. So say for like coaching, I don't want to like write the practice when the practice is happening. Right. I'm not knowledgeable enough. I'm not experienced enough to be able to do that. I don't have the backing. I want, I want, it's all, I want it all written. I want to know that this certain thing is going to take this amount of time. So I don't have to think about that. So I can actually just think about being there and uh, accenting what the, the sets are. So being on deck and actually being present for the thing that's happening instead of trying to think about the next thing that's happening. This is interesting. Because I feel like this whole thing boils down to like, there's basically not, this is kind of a huge generalization, but there's, as far as I can tell, two major personality types that approach this problem differently. And I identified this in the military and you see it everywhere once you identify it and you know what I'm talking about. 
There's the people like you just said. You were like, I'm not experienced enough to walk into a practice and shoot from the hip for sets and everything and make put a practice together. And that's not totally true. You could totally do that. If you walked in with Mike, he had an emergency and he had to leave and he didn't give you the notebook, you would be able to put a practice together, right? You yeah. know what you're doing enough. Yeah, I can do that. But it's not to the level that you think you could put a regular practice together given time, like given preparation time, right? I don't feel like it can accomplish as successfully something that I could prepare beforehand. Right. So that's, that's the break, the level of which you feel you can accomplish that, right? Cause you could do it on the fly, but you can do it much better the night before. Like okay. Sitting down makes some thinking about it. So I feel like there's two people. There's the people that realize they need to the night before or whatever, sit down and put some effort into what they're doing for the next day. And then there's the people that are like, I got this, I'll show up and I'll just do it. Mm-hmm. And we found, I found that in the military because the people that were the latter on average did fine. Were prepared for their missions, their flights, came decently ready to do the brief. And like I graded a lot of people on flights. Like I was an instructor for a lot of stuff. So like for the most part, they did okay. But it depends on like you, like what I, like how I expected them to do as well. Right. So it was like pretty quickly evident, like your preparation level. And then from there, I could just start picking away, <laughs> you know, seeing how far it goes. Because as an instructor, I was way more knowledgeable, way more experienced. Like on average, I had two or three times more flight hours in this aircraft than any of these people that I was grading did. Right. So like I knew exactly how to trip them up if I wanted to, right? Like it'd be like Mike evaluating you writing a swim practice that you just decided to do on the fly. He could back you into a corner making some bad decisions or you know, like ask you why you decided to go with that set and you don't have a good reason or, you know what I mean? It's like a repeat of something you guys did last week. I don't know. You get what I'm saying? What was that last part you just said? Like you repeated something he did last week. Oh, okay. like you basically just like were desperately looking for something in your head and kind of pulled something that you just saw recently instead of like coming up with something new way or having a goal you were trying to accomplish. Right. I wasn't sure if you were saying that, if it was like a quote, I wasn't, I wasn't sure where yeah. you were at with that. So a more experienced person can pick away at someone who's not as experienced and not as prepared. Right. But if you sat down the night before you put in your work, you had reasons for why you're doing everything. And you know what I mean? Like it would go much better for you. So I feel like those are the two ways you can approach any type of situation. And people just do it differently based on their personality. On a long enough timeline, I do shoot from hip. Like that's like the the attainable. I see it as a trajectory, right? right? One end is you've spent enough time. You don't need to think about all the reasons behind a certain thing. You can answer it. You can come for it. You have it, but you don't need to think about it. It's like habit or it's, it's just ingrained in you. Mm-hmm. The other half is like, okay, I need to make sure I know why I'm doing this. But that's also, there's like pros and cons to all of that, right? Right. I like to talk to you about this kind of stuff. Here's the reason why. I feel like I get too complicated too quick sometimes. <laughs> I just open up. I'm this in this spider web station. <laughs> and all I'm trying to do is be simple. That's all. <laughs> just shuffling through your flow chart just trying to find the right one. <laughs> So I'm, I'm still making it more complicated. I'm throwing another little fork in this, just trying to, I just keep trying to think about like reasoning, right? I think that's maybe, maybe upbringing. I got to like cover my ass or something. I don't know where it's coming from. You know, I think, I mean, probably like a little bit your dad. Yeah. He like questioned 
your dad is a smart guy, so he can tell when someone's full of shit pretty quickly. And it, I think he questions you worse if he suspects you're full of shit. And you get off a little bit easier if you have logical, well thought out answers right. for questions he's going to ask you. But the other the other side of those too, like yeah, okay. it's easy to be like, my dad did this to me, and like there's probably some truth to that. But I think the the more important thing is like you and I both. Um, like we, like we got raised by our parents, obviously, but like high school swimming did a lot of raising of us too. Right. Um, based on like the people, like the seniors when we were freshmen and like every graduating class above us. And then like how we handled ourselves when we were the seniors, because like, you know, we only had a handful of seniors our freshman year, but think about if it's like, we had like Alex Clark and Cal green, James Barber were our captains, right? Three pretty different personality types, but three good, if not great, swimmers who were prepared, trained, like and put in a great amount of effort, right? So like they set the example for like how to be, like how like how to come into that program. But think about how differently we would have approached the program our sophomore year if Zach Larson was our captain. Right? Lazier, slower, dumpier, didn't care. <laughs> right? Like not not that there's anything wrong with his approach. Cause like he wasn't going to go to college and swim. Like he was on the swim team for like the camaraderie and like the pasta parties and the bus rides, which is a great reason to be on the swim team. You know what I mean? And he's joined it later in life, but like for Kyle and for Alex, they were there to compete and they were there to win and they were there to win state. So I think that has a lot to do with it too. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. learned high expectations. You learned like how to put in the work and like why you put in the work and consistently putting in the work. Like, Think of how many times we were doing like wheelbarrow walks or fireman carries up the stairs and you could quit a section from the top and like you'd get some dish, but you could do it. It'd be fine. You know what I mean? It's not like the end of the world. You could cut a couple sets of pushups or whatever weightlifting we did, like, or you could do it all, get no recognition, but just know that you did it. And we did it all because there was no recognition in that, but it was, that was what you did. You did what coach programmed for you, but that could easily have been differently if we had a different set of captains yeah. or seniors like yeah. Tyler and Brosie said something to me that I still, I will never forget. I don't know why he was my senior, or I guess he was my junior because my brother's grade lifting partner at one point, you know, how they put like a upperclassman at the lowerclassman for right. a little while and we were doing dumbbell press. And I know that he said this out of laziness for him, but though, like at least his like his wording was correct. I feel I uh, you know people used to help you break your dumbbells up over your shoulders because it was like hard to get them up. I like asked him to help me, and he's like, "If you can't get them up there, you shouldn't be lifting them." And I was like, "Oh, oh he's right." <laughs> you know what I mean? So then I like never asked for help again, and. That's like true in a lot of weightlifting things, right? If you can't like get your weight to the point where you're ready to lift it, then like, why are you lifting it kind of situation? This also could be applied pretty broadly in life. Yeah, that is to. a pretty good broad stroke there. Yeah. I just am thinking about imagining that you still can lift the weight. So you just jump right into trying to lift it, right? And then you didn't, you forgot that you, no, no, you can't prep yourself. Like, <laughs> like trying to run a sprint when you haven't ran when I haven't worked out and I, I tried to like run a sprint, I like popped my knee or something. I'm like, Oh yeah, I forgot that I'm not athletic right now. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
Yeah. I won't be that anymore. Yeah. I have to figure out what I am now. Yeah. That's my whole take on the thing is there's like, I think there's a mix of like your dad, the mix of like the expectations I got put onto us and the expectations you carry in your life for like how you do things. Right. Yeah. And I think you're just one of the people that like, if you're going to do something, you're going to, you're going to do it to the best of your ability, the right way that you know how to do it. You're not going to show up and half-ass it, which is why you don't like when you're forced to show up and half-ass something. It is really frustrating. Yeah. Do you ever think about, I'm changing subjects slightly. So right now our conversation, we're, I don't know. So conceptualizing and practicality of something, right? When you're having a conversation, you have like actionable things, but also you can get up really into the, you know, scholarly stuff where it's like, there's really nothing to do with it quite. It's just kind of floating in the air. I know I'm describing that like really bad, but do you understand? Like, I feel like our conversation we're just having, we were just starting to get up higher and higher and it was hard to understand how it applied to real life. Yeah. Yeah. I think I know what you're saying because there's things that, um, like there's the philosophy side of things, like why you do it, how you should do it. Like big, like, I don't know, like you said, a little more scholarly or whatever, like really digging into why you do things. Hey, don't use my words. They're they're bad. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Find your own. Let me stumble over all the failures of those, of those words that I'm trying to get at. And you just say the right one and and save us. Thank you. I'll work on it. <laughs> it's like there's those really like heady things that you can talk about, like why you're doing these things and like to what reason you're doing them, like the underlying uh, like quirks that you have that like kind of force you to do these things. And then there's the more practical version of it. Like, well, like you just want to be prepared for your job. So you come in prepared. You don't like when you have to work on the fly, which is a perfectly acceptable reason that any, if you gave that to anybody on the street, they wouldn't keep thinking about it and they would accept that and move on. So yeah, you're right. Like there, we did probably overthink that slightly. There's nothing wrong with that, right? No, I know. I'm just saying. I just, I think if there was a definition of overthinking, we we accomplished that. That last five. We were in the dictionary. Okay. (laughs) And I'm fine with doing that. I I do that a lot. But sometimes I like get so deep into it. I'm like, I start to get a little anxious. I'm like, what am I doing? Like, I'm not thinking about anything anymore. I can't do anything with this. Yeah. I'm just stuck in this loop. Well, yeah. I mean, there's way, there's times it's going to get unproductive, right? Cause you can definitely just end up in a loop. And then there's times where like overthinking something leads to like turning it into something better. Right. So it just depends on what you're overthinking. Probably. I mean, like, um, just from listening to like stand up comedians talk about like how they craft an act. It sounds like you kind of have to overthink that for a while. Like you just tear it apart. You just look at every portion of it a lot. And at some point they improve it or they realize it's as good as they can get it. So if you're doing it with like art, like, you know, something you're designing, if you really just stare at it and think about it and dwell on it and whatever, like tear it apart and like reorganize it, that probably will help you. But, uh, you know, maybe not for like why you're prepared so much for class, like swim practice. Maybe that's not something that needs like constant overthinking. So in terms of art, sure. Thinking about a certain thing is productive. It can be. It's it. You need to. You need to brainstorm. But you can also get stuck. I well, okay. I can get stuck. <laughs> I don't know how other people do it. <laughs> I hit That's a true. lot of walls, <laughs> and I'm trying to come to terms with it. And I think we were actually talking about this the other day. The way I'm trying to think about it is choosing to engage with the thoughts, so I can brainstorm, right? But if I just end up brainstorming for like three hours 
and I was trying to actually just do one little task and I got caught thinking about the next step or something associated with it, then I feel like I have just wasted a lot of time. I know something's going to come from it, but I, if I engage with a brainstorm, I can be like, okay, I'm going to do this for like 30 minutes. Like This is what I'm doing instead of getting lost and stuff. Choosing to try to figure out this thing right now. It seems, I feel a lot better. So I guess what I'm saying is, if I just get lost in my thoughts, even if it's stuff that I should be working on, it's just not the right time, then I still feel like unproductive. I think I get what you're saying, and I'm going to make it an analogy because I know you like those. Do you think I like them or do you, you think I just me. like saying them? You told me yesterday you liked them. Okay, know. but <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Did you lie to me? <laughs> no, I didn't lie. I know I enjoy making them, but yeah. have you noticed that I engage with them better? I feel like I understand things better when I you tell me everyone stuff. understands yeah. things better because it's, it's just easier. I don't know. It's an easy way to think about things. I do better with them. I write analogies in my notes at school. They just do better for me. I can remember the analogy and apply the concept to whatever we're talking about. Uh, the difference from sounds like from what you're saying is like the difference between hiking and getting lost in a walk, right? When you go hiking, you don't know where you're going for the most part. You're headed to a location to go try this trail, but you don't know what it looks like. You don't know necessarily what's along the way. You maybe have an idea, but you're perfectly fine to walk through the woods, not knowing where you're going. If you're just going on a walk and you get lost in the woods, you're much more anxious, you're nervous, you're scared because you didn't intend to go get lost. Right. Right. Yeah. That sounds like the difference. Like when you control your, your intentional brainstorming and like session that you kind of let your mind loose, just run with it. You're much more comfortable because you chose to enter that zone. But when it happens to you unintentionally makes you more anxious because you weren't intending to go there. Yeah. I like that. It feels pretty good. <laughs> that analogy worked, AJ. Good job. Gold star. <laughs> Question. Answer. Do I make analogies for things that you say? I don't or think for so. things I think that I just say. Something I do. I think I'm just an asshole that makes analogies for you. What are you talking about? I think about that a lot. It's one of the things that I feel like I shouldn't do. Why? I don't know. It feels like fucked up because I'm like I can say it better than you. <laughs> you can. That's why I come to you. <laughs> This is the whole point. This is why we're such good friends. This is what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess I feel better now, but <laughs> I'm definitely in my, because I, I do it to a lot of people. Like someone will try to explain what they're saying. And I'm like, yeah, it's like this. And I say it. And then in my head, I'm like, ah, maybe I should let people find their own words. You know, maybe I shouldn't tell them what they're thinking. <laughs> right. It may, so you, it seems like you think you're, defining their thoughts yeah is it the way you say it is it your feeling immediately after you say it i think it's just the i don't know it's usually later if i think about this conversation again i'll be like why did i have to tell him why did i make an analogy for what he was saying he was saying it and i just feel like i'm i don't know i'm like controlling what you what you think or say but that's not necessarily the case that's like sort of the case you feel like you're controlling not controlling i'm just like it feels like cocky. Like I'm like, I can do a better job telling you what you think than you can do. Do you feel like you know what I'm saying? Is that an issue? Oh, I, know, I feel like I know what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Do you feel like you know everything I'm saying? No, but I mean, I just get you pretty well. So like, so is that what's frustrating is like, you maybe just cut the, what could be 
by making an analogy and like tying that bow. And now you don't know what else could come from it. No, because I feel like I work pretty hard to let you get your thought out. I just think I like wrapping it up. Yeah. Especially because like it works okay for like our relationship, like you said, because you might take the long way around the barn and then I can just come in and like. The only reason I take this long way, I mean, I don't do this for everybody is like, I definitely feel safe doing it. Oh, I'm not saying, yeah, I'm not saying like this is a character flaw you have or anything like that. I'm just saying like. It totally is though. Like if you take four or five sentences to say something and I can like restate it and wrap it up in like a nice analogy. Yeah. Then maybe next time we can just use the analogy to save the time. Like uh-huh. we've done that before, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, the flowchart thing. Like it's a funny joke we've made a couple times, but like now at this point, the flowchart is mostly like verbiage for like you overthinking something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? So like now we can like quickly say like you overthought this entire process with just the flowchart. They're like little Legos that were like grabbed like building. Like you can we build are. your own car or you can like use the car they gave you, you know? Do you remember what you used to do? I'd always build it. Then break keep it. it for a little bit and then yeah, break it apart and it all goes together in the big bin. See, I was, I never wanted to separate it. I felt too, like that was how it was supposed to be. <laughs> and then there was also, I also had like Legos that just didn't have, they weren't a part of sets or anything. And I would just build off of those. Uh, see, I, I never had Legos that weren't a part of a set. Oh, um, not that I know of at least. They were old. They're like the red and blue guys. Mm-hmm. Just like straight blue blocks and. Oh yeah, I don't. There were some things I didn't want to break apart. Some things because I, I didn't have a ton of Legos. I had a pretty good amount though. I remember we had like an island, and it came with this um, came with this like big plastic island that had like the little Lego connectors all over it. it had like little rivers and stuff going through it. And uh, I yes, remember, I remember that. Do you remember why? Uh, I think you helped build it probably. We yeah. made we made some like book report. We did. It was like Cyclops. Yes. We made like we did. out of like clay or something. Yeah, we used that for yeah, you're right. Oh man, I forgot about that. So I remember building that one and not wanting to take that one apart because it was such a complete piece when it was built, right? Uh-huh. Like it was like if you buy like a boat or like a race car or like, I don't know, whatever, some other standard like non-Star Wars Lego, like you could basically cannibalize that guy, throw it in the box the rest of your Legos and it's all going to pretty much work. But like if it's a specific, like that was like a, it was like a caveman Lego set. It was like a time period. So I felt like this is all one thing. Like this thing kind of needs to stay together, you know, because it's like, I'm not going to make the caveman go race the the stock car, you know, like he's, he doesn't work there. <laughs> right. This guy, this guy doesn't know it what a race car is. (laughs) They'd be too hung up trying to understand each other that they, I wouldn't even play with them. They just have conversations. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So like, I didn't want to break that one apart when I built it, but we did eventually anyways. Um, But like everything else for the most part, stay the same, except the only one I never broke apart. Well, that's not true. I eventually did. But for a long time, I had a, a Lego, like just a little one tie fighter. And then whatever, like the rebel version of that was at the time. It was like brown. The sides like opened up. I forget what it was called. I so I had two of those. It was brown, and the sides opened up. Like the wings pointed like they were long front to back, you know. Yeah. They could like rotate for it to like stand on, and then they would like the wings would like split to go faster or whatever. I don't know. I can't remember what movie it was in. Are we talking like prequels or is that like a droid ship? Yeah, but I don't know which movie. Probably. Yeah, that was episode one. Yeah, probably. 
I'm going to have to try to look it up. Anyways, so I had those and they were really cool and they were simple. They were like cheap. They were like just a couple pieces of box. They were like, took like four minutes to put together. I just tried to look up that ship name and I failed. That's not a quick thing. No. There's too many things in Star Wars now. So like if you. I got the big one, like the one at the end where they they're fighting around it and they blow it up by Anakin flying in the hangar. Uh-huh. It was like this big circle. Yeah. Big ball and like a horseshoe. Yeah. I know what that one's called. If you want to. Sure. Light on me. Well, I got to open my phone up now. Oh, you, you sound like bluff. you knew what it was. <laughs> <laughs> the way you said that was I thought I'd be like, yeah, sure. And you'd be like, okay, here it is immediately without having to open my phone again. <laughs> Lucra Hulk class droid ship. Droid control ship. That's it. <laughs> there was a trivia at the brewery last night and one of the questions was the category was like IMDB me or something like that it said what movie is the following quote in and it was I'm going to butcher it a little bit it was basically like yeah we're fine here we had a slight weapons malfunction New but hope. we're fine how are you and he <laughs> said that and I started laughing and everyone's like I don't know that movie and I was like I know that movie <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I just I'm, she started saying it. I was like, I know this quote. And then what is she said, how are you? I was like, I know this quote. <laughs> it was pretty fun. I actually knew a lot of trivia. Random, weird. It was not that hard last night. Okay. Well, I think we're petering out. Yeah. I think I'm starting done. to think about what to say next. And I find that that means we're done. I was going to bring up uh, the 365 project. About editing it? Just how hard it was. Oh, <laughs> oh! Was you said do. we were going to talk about that exclusively, and here we are again at the end of another episode. We didn't talk about yeah. what we said we were going to talk about. Yeah, it's fine. That's how it goes. Well, how do you want to end it? You motherfucker. Yeah, I got to ask you before you ask me now. <laughs> this is a whole thing. I don't know. It's interesting. I feel like this podcast was uh, one of those... There's there's a podcast where we talk about specific things the whole time, and then there's podcasts where we're making sweeping generalizations about concepts, and I feel like this was that one. Yeah. And I hope that helps someone. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't like doing that, too, because sometimes I, I, I feel like I'm talking factual. I'm like, this is how it is. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I'm talking about this giant thing that I don't understand. Right. It's cool, though, because it helps us for what we're doing, which is the point of this. So Elaborate. <laughs> What more is your childish I ways? <laughs> <laughs> I think you're just trying to tie a bow on this whole pod. Us, like, so that whole conversation we had, while it was wildly generalized, didn't probably apply to a lot of other people besides us and wasn't exactly specific. It did help you and me work through a couple questions that we had. Mm-hmm. Right. So, like, we, before we started explaining that stuff, we had a very loose understanding of why we came prepared to things and why we preferred preparedness over winging it but why winging it is the ultimate goal right we kind of loosely understood why we do those things sure i I know now what we talked about thank you so now we like got pretty specific about why we thought we do those things and that might not help trevin who's the only person (laughs) but it helped us and there could be something that resonated with people listening with that right they can be like oh that's interesting i tend to wing it because I don't necessarily care how well prepared I am for this thing because it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Yeah. The short answer to that is basically it probably didn't help a lot of people, but it probably gave someone some interesting things to think about in their own life. Cool. Here's an analogy. Here we Uh, go. 
I'm I'm just thinking about how sitting down like this. First of all, I'm grateful we're doing this. Thanks for starting this thing, man. The podcast? Yeah. This has changed a lot since what I thought we were going to do. Well, first of all, you were thinking, I'm going to study something. I'm going to ask Jason and make in like ask him like really intense questions about specific scientific things and and see have him answer wrong and then tell him how he's wrong. <laughs> that was your thought, right? <laughs> Pretty much what I wanted to do for 45 minutes to an hour once a week. <laughs> yeah, that sounds stressful. <laughs> so here's how I feel about it. It's not related to anger or anything. It's just like a release of tension. So I imagine, I feel like I am a pressure cooker and then your food's done. You got to like touch this little knob and then like the steam, you got to decompress it, right? So the steam's coming out. And then once it's all out, you can open the lid. I feel like that's what happens every time I sit down and chat with you like this. I'm like, I have this tension. It's not bad. It's not good. It's just there. And then I, I get to like hash some shit out. And then I get to open the lid and have dinner. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. There are times that like we'll, we'll set out to do this. and I feel like stressed and short on time and like maybe don't want to do it. But then we do it. And I always feel, It's like exercising. I always feel better that I made the time to do it. Definitely. I don't know. I'm glad we do it too. feels good to get this out. Cool. Even if it doesn't help anyone. After that conversation we had, we stayed friends for another day. <laughs> <laughs>